Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Uniquely Normal, a Rob Bernstein podcast. I'm Rob Bernstein, and I'm so excited to have you join us today. The first clip you're going to hear is my take on stigma surrounding autism and Asperger's. After that, Dr. Marion Wiener Margolius will discuss how society should respond to people on the autism spectrum. I hope our insights help you understand our perspectives regarding society and stigmas in the context of autism. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. I was asked to talk about the stigmas regarding autism, and I'll present one idea which is a little ironic, that people who want to respect um, people on the spectrum will say that's a child on the spectrum as opposed to an autistic child. And the idea is this people first idea rather than disability first is, at, I know where it's coming from, it's out of respect. You wouldn't say, oh, there's a wheelchair kid, kid in a wheelchair. I understand that. However, I think it perpetuates the stigma in a way, in an interesting way, because you would say blue-eyed boy or brown-eyed, brown-haired girl, right? There's no problem with that. Why? Because we see brown hair, blue eyes as not being... Uh, an issue. So why don't we just say autistic kid? Because really autism shouldn't be an issue and that's my point. There should not be a stigma. It should not be seen as something like wheelchair. It should be seen as part of part of the person and when you ask people on the spectrum, adults on the spectrum, how they would like to be called, guess what they say? They say I'd rather be called an autistic person. So there's my my take on um, on autism and, and present day stigmas. Let's say a child with special needs comes into a classroom and um, how to talk to other kids about the child with special needs, you know, to help her feel integrated and and how you know other children benefit really when there is a child who you know has special needs, it's like every child has particular needs. So that, that's, that's a very big question, an important question, and that is when you have someone with special needs come into a situation, mm -hmm. like from the person's point of view, they want to be invisible. Yeah. They don't be singled out at, oh, here's my special needs person and we have mm -hmm. to act differently because this person's here. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, and yet you want to be accommodating. So yeah. it's a uh, it's an interesting uh, question of what to do, or how to accommodate. So I'll give you one example. Yeah. This is a kid old enough to to try to get relationships with women. Mm -hmm. So the mother asked me, uh, you know, when this happens in my circle. So she's a very social individual, you know. You know, she has meetings and 
and uh, she socializes all the time, kind of a wealthy family, and they have mm -hmm. this all the time. She'll often tell this girl, who may be the daughter of, you know, somebody who she knows, that her kid has special needs or has Asperger's, or, mm -hmm. and he asked me my opinion. When I go out with him and we meet young women, do I tell them that, you know, he has mm. Asperger's, he has problems? With him, in this case, mm -hmm. I said, absolutely not. Yeah. And see how he does with them looking at him with fresh eyes. Right. Not accommodating eyes. Right. Not stereo, like already biasing them to right. do certain things. Right. Right. And, uh, and then if it doesn't work out, let him learn from that experience because mm -hmm. that's what I'm that's what I'm doing, and it really worked out well. Here's an interesting, and then yeah. I'll let you talk. Here's another case, same age. We sat down with a couple of women at a uh, for, for dinner. Mm -hmm. All right, just that's how it set up. We didn't know who they were, and um, he's an artist. I may have told you about him. He, he, he could draw your face in 10 minutes mm. and it'll, it'll look great. He's really yeah. good. Yeah. So as a way of him introducing himself, he said, hey, do you want me to draw your picture? Right. And he took whatever he had there, a napkin or whatever, and, you know, she drew, he drew her picture. And, you know, maybe it didn't look exactly like her, right. but, you know, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, like, I couldn't do it. And she said, oh, this is terrible, looks nothing like me, oh. right? right. And, uh, and I don't know, it's hard to read people. I don't know if that's a way of flirting, or that's a way of just making him feel bad, or that's a way of him playing, yeah. which I think it was, yes. kind of her way of playing. Yes. Uh, and, um, and so, okay. And then he tells her a few minutes later, mm that he has Asperger's. And she felt so bad. If mm. I knew that, I wouldn't have said that. She felt, two things happened. She genuinely, really felt bad yes. that she said something to me if maybe hurt this yes. kid that is on the spectrum. And then the whole relationship. We were there for, talking with them for like a half an hour. It was mm -hmm. a real, we really had real conversation. Yeah. You know, we, you know, it was a whole, a whole like, you know, having it maybe more. It might have been forty-five. You know, we're just having an evening with them, or an mm -hmm. afternoon with them, and uh, and after that, the the the, uh, the the synergy was gone. The connectedness, the energy was gone. After you know, he mentioned that he had. After he mentioned that, you know, so it's so uh, and that. It, then it was, it was over because it was an awkwardness. So she felt really bad. She felt really bad, and the bad, it wasn't like I feel really bad, but it's okay. Yeah. She felt really bad, and it really wasn't okay. Yeah. So that made it hard for her to continue yeah. in her spontaneity. She yeah. probably was still right. thinking about that. Right. Um, and from my point of view, let's say she's right. It yeah. made him feel bad, and he, you know he has self-esteem right. problems. From my point of view. I want to deal with him and deal yeah. and let him deal with his self-esteem problems. Yeah. Let use that real situation as a springboard to, you know, feeling good about yourself, overcoming something. That everybody yes. is going to like everything you do. So it's like facing the challenge that you know he or other people may fear 
like, I won't be able to deal with this, or she may feel, he's such a terrible insult, he won't be able to deal with it, I won't be able to deal with my guilt, and who knows what. But actually experiencing it and seeing, like, he's doing fine. Okay, for a little bit he might have felt insulted or hurt, but... Well, you're bringing up, I was going to give you another example of, of another kid who Mm. says hello to people and some people may not like that yes. and some people may like that so yes. we've had both but you're bringing up a, a, a really important point, point and that is kind of educating the rest of the world mm. you know she shouldn't feel bad so she needs to get over that and she needs to feel comfortable with this population yeah or she you may know. have like biases about you know what it means to to you know, have a special need or be have Asperger's, like right. she may think it's something. Have this whole different notion than totally. what it really is. Totally, you know, to be totally. Like in that yeah. situation, right? And and it's 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 serious and it's real. Like after one of these people who were socially isolated committed some violent crime. I don't think it was at Alonzo, mm -hmm. but it was something like that. My kid who's just an, okay, you may not believe yeah. it, but he's like the nicest kid. Yeah. You know, and he's a lawyer, so he's very fair-minded. Why he's, wouldn't I believe it? <laughs> because I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about my own kid, so, oh. you know, I'm a little, but really, but, he, but uh, no, he really is like that. He's just yeah. a very fair thinker, yeah. because, you know, lawyers always have yeah. to think of things from everyone's point of view. He's, yeah. he's just non-judgmental. That's yeah. what I should say. Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, isn't it? So he but, tells me, yeah. you know, if I knew a kid was Asperger's, a young, young adult was Asperger's, you know, that I, 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 would, I would kind of be a, a little afraid. Yeah. Because they have this, you know, and he didn't say stigma, but that's what it was. You know, because that's how it's portrayed on the news, and, yeah. and he, would, he would be afraid. Or... or have that instinct. So it's like people may tiptoe around, you know, saying yeah. different things that actually, I mean, as, as long as they're not like hurtful, you know, statements, um, I think being more natural and inquiring, it gives yeah. the chance for someone with Asperger's or any, you know, um, type of uh, you know, learning difference or a disability to, you know, correct those stereotypes and also to feel more accepted. Like, this is who right. I am and right. I, don't, I don't have to, uh, you know, worry about the way that other people are going to see me. And if they just act naturally and, and respectfully, but... And I think it's just good for the relationship. See, that's that's one of the keys that people in the field are very conscious about, that you want that relationship like, oh, okay, he has Asperger's, he's a little different, but I'm going to just, I'm going to be myself. Yes. Act and react the way I would to, you know, anybody or to him when he does certain things. And, 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 and he needs to, you know, learn or accept it or or respond mm -hmm. and and now you have a relationship 
Now it's now you can be yourselves. It's more real. <clears throat> and that's what that's what that's what we need. That's what the situation needs. And then and then you have a situation where there's a mutual respect and a mutual acceptance. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Asperger people have to accept you too. Yeah. Uh, mm. So that's and it's it's it sounds easy, you know, but it's a difficult it's difficult for people not to filter themselves or not to do this or not to do that. Uh, so it's I don't know. It's there's a balance there. Yeah, I mean, I I think everybody you know really wants to be able to feel free to be themselves and and to be accepted for that. Now here's here's what now that we're we're putting this on the table. There are certain things that the Asperger's person would kind of react to or not get or not understand, yeah. <clears throat> you know, double mm -hmm. meaning or something. And they're just perfect targets for being made fun of. Yeah. Just perfect, yeah. you know. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, uh, and, they, uh, and they are, and it's, <clears throat> it's, you know, it's just sort of too bad that, that that's what evolved. Yeah, I mean, I... I think sensitivity on other people's part is important, but I'm wondering how can you help the child or person with Asperger's to, you know, to deal with that or take that in and not be, not feel so badly. Like they may feel like they're being laughed at, you know, right. and they may not get the nuances of right. um, statements. I mean, I myself often take things very literally. And I don't know exactly, like, um, sometimes it takes me a while to, to yeah, get a joke. <laughs> and, and then I just, like, I want to understand this joke. I don't get it. And, you know. So, so I feel badly about that. Like, oh, my God. You right, know, yeah. What did I miss? Yeah, what, what am I, stupid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, I don't know if there's an answer to that, but... What often happens in cases like that, where people are making fun of this guy and they're laughing at him, all he could do is react to being laughed at. Right. Because he doesn't know why they're laughing at him. Right. That's painful. Uh, it could be painful. And it could be painful. It could be any other, you know, then, then, then his reaction could be any of the above. Right. Yelling out, violence. They, you know, they, they push, now he gets in trouble if he, you know, if it's a high school and he starts hitting or, right. or lashing out or yelling or throwing a table, you know, you're right, or do nothing and just feel hurt, or, you know, whatever. But uh, inevitably, in real life, when this happens to me as, as, a, mm. as a, a therapist coming to me, um, those people are usually mm -hmm. his friends mm. who are doing this. These, these are people he knows, he sees every day. So that he might be... A stranger doesn't make fun of him, Yeah. right? The person he meets for the first time. Be more but, angry. Right, well... So, so this is what I do, you know, it's a different, it's a really complicated thing to resolve. Because mm -hmm. now you want him to get the joke, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. And that means sort of changing the way his fundamental Asperger... There's a cognitive right? component. So it's that. like, okay, that, that might happen and maybe that's your ultimate goal, but that's not going to happen overnight right. to change this very nature of Asperger's, which is part of what we do anyway. But, so what I try to do, I try to, uh, you know, he feels bad, 
and then I say, you know, they're, they're his friends, you see? Mm -hmm. See, that's, you know, he's trying to understand what a friend is. Yeah. And they're my friends. And, and what I often say in the context of other things, you know, they're really not your friends if they're, if they're doing this. Mm -hmm. But you can't say that a negative without having a positive. Right. So I'm, I won't say that until I know of a, a person. Yes. I'll go to his school, I'll go to his class, I go, or I'll take him out, you know, and I'll say, I went out to a meetup group with somebody and there were 25 people there, and I, I just, that person would be perfect. You know what, you, right. you pick Yeah, you may have somebody. to, you know, get a good match, or they, they may know somebody, or like somebody, or like a girl, and doesn't, he doesn't want to approach her, you know, whatever. They're not your friends, but that person, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. that person is a real genuine relationship there and and if he could fill that void mm -hmm. of needing a friend almost by definition these people on the spectrum don't have friends almost by definition so that could feel even you know more difficult when somebody he this person feels teased or humiliated but if he has a friend then he knows he's, he's not alone and they're right you know that's not being done in general, that is not being done. I hope you found value in that clip. Make sure to like and follow me on Facebook at Rob Bernstein-Autism Speech for updates and live Zoom calls with me. Feel free to email me any questions to rjb at autismspeech.com. That's rjb at autismspeech, S-P-E-E-C-H, dot com. See you next time.